You work from home. You get an urgent message from the company's chief financial officer who gets onto a Zoom call with other company executives. He tells you to make a transfer of $25 million, which is indeed in your job description. Um, you're thinking, is this for real? Oh, yeah. Because there are multiple executives on the call, on Zoom, you see their faces, you recognize them, including the chief financial officer. And so, you execute the transfer. Big international company. Then, you find out you were scammed. The whole thing was created by deep, fake, artificial intelligence, video, and audio. This really happened recently. So I called my friend Josh Marpet. He is an internationally employed digital forensics expert, the man whose digital investigation proved that Turkey Prime Minister Erdogan and his son were indeed involved in bribery. And no other investigator through Interpol or whatever could figure it out. And this guy figured it out. He's that good. He's a Delaware guy, too, by the way. So he's the guy you want on your team. And he's here to help us understand how this can be done and how to avoid it. Josh, how you doing, buddy? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So um, I hope I described this well enough. When I saw this, I thought this... This this is one of the scariest things I think that could happen to anybody on a uh, on an individual level. We've all been scammed, but now with uh, artificial intelligence and deep fake, they're not even saying the name of the company in the stories that I read about this because it's such a big deal. How can this really happen? Oh, it's it. Look, if if you get a call from your kid, and your kid says, "Oh my God, oh my God, I'm in jail in in Spain." You know, mom, you got to wire money or they're going to, you know, for bail or they're going to keep me in jail. And it's scary, mom. Are you going to stop and think, well, let's talk about. No, you're going to wire the bloody money right now. Well, wait a second, because this is but this has happened before, usually by a text message or something like that. But but now all they need is a few words from somebody and they can uh, do a pretty good job of replicating an entire sentence or conversation, can't they? Well, I mean, actually, it's been going on for hundreds of years, and I, speak, I picked Spain deliberately because this is known as the Spanish prisoner scam. This dates all the way back to the Crusades. You remember from history class? Yeah. And they literally would, would look at the letters that you wrote because you'd keep letters from your family close to your heart, right? So they'd take the letters. They'd look at how your sentence structure worked and how you wrote. They would write a letter as you stating, oh, I've got to be ransomed, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they'd send it off, and uh, they'd get money that way. So they, they'd pickpocket letters, not, not coin pouches, and people would be like, oh, why did they steal my letters? Because they wanted to get a 1,000 pounds, you know, uh, uh, dollars back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And, um, and, and now they do it with, with deepfake audio and video. And you can do video, and it's not that hard. You can go on YouTube and look up deepfake, and you can find all kinds. Now, please be careful, because this originally started with deepfake porn, with people putting faces that they wanted on other bodies that they wanted. But uh, the deepfake concept is now so easy that you can do it in real time, real life. Uh, if you get 10 to 20 minutes of audio, 10 to 20 minutes of video, you can feed a system to generate the, the, the vocal cords effectively. Uh, look, you know Mission Impossible? Yeah. It's pretty close, okay? 
it's pretty close. So during the New Hampshire primary, there was deep fake audio of Joe Biden saying, don't bother, go vote now. We need you during a general election. Don't bother. And there were experts there who figured out, okay, uh, it's fake. It sounded like Joe to me. I think at the end there was something in the voice that might have been a little bit uh, dicey. The people who did this, though, um, I mean, it's... It's that, it's that kind of thing with the audio, but but now they do it with a video, and you say you need, what, 20 or 30 minutes of video? Max. Honestly, you, you don't even need that. For, for video, I need, a, I need a short video so I can see most of the sides of their face. I can recreate it. For audio, I need about 10 to 20 minutes of audio so that I can recreate their voice and, and inflections of their voice and things like that. But I, for video, I just need a, uh, a 30 seconds, a minute of video, as long as you look around a little bit. All right, Josh, you're, uh, you're, problem. you're one of the leading, leading digital forensics investigators uh, in the world, and I just heard you say that you did this. <laughs> did you really do this? And if so, uh, for what oh, purpose? Yeah. For what purpose? I've, no, no, I've done deep fakes just to, just to learn about how they work and how, how easy is it to do them and things like that. And also, honestly, just for fun. I mean, like, you know, totally non-malicious, just just funsies. But and there's a lot of deep fakes on the Internet that are that way. You can you can watch the full house. This is my favorite one, to be honest with you. You can watch the entire full house intro. Remember the show Full House? Yeah. And every single character is Ron Swanson. Okay. (laughs) Really? I I had. But but, oh, my God. But is it but is it look realistic like they're all Swanson? It's so it's it's not You remember, remember Jib Jab? Remember Jib Jab? Yeah. Okay, little memes, little no, dancing rust. That's crap. They, no, they, they were hilarious. But but Jib Jab would oh, put yeah. different faces on bodies and things like that. You knew it was fake. So remember Jib Jab. You mean now that people can do this on uh, on real human bodies and uh, real faces and with all the expressions and the shadowing and when somebody yep. moves their head, it's just not the head moving. It's the shoulders, the body and everything. You mean the deep fake video now actually looks that real? Go Google Dr. Fakenstein, or don't go, go to YouTube and type in Dr. Fakenstein, spelled just like you think, F-A-K-E-N-S-E-I-N, I think. Yeah. He's the one that did the, uh, the, 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 the Full House one. Again, that's my favorite one. I just, it cracks me up every time I see it. It just tickles my funny bone. But there's so many, and, and it's so simple these days, it's not even funny. So, let, I mean, as funny as it is and as horrible as it is, let's talk about what that means for two groups, the average person and then businesses, Okay. Now, the average person is right now, they're getting scammed. Remember I said the Spanish prisoner scam? Yeah. That is happening right now. You're going to get a call from your kid or your grandkid, grandma, grandma. And it goes one of two ways. Either I'm in jail, you need to bond me out, wire money to this address, okay? Uh Or it goes, grandma, he's got a gun to my head. He's going to shoot me unless you wire money. Seriously, not joking. It really is. They they really do that. Wow, because having seen a lot of movies like, you know, violent movies, whether it's uh, Reacher, Jack or Reacher, whatever, yeah. you know, John Wick or <laughs> things like that. You're thinking, well, if they already have the gun to the head, then they're, they're all going to die anyway. Um, that, that's what an absolute horrible thing, because it does sound actually like your child or grandchild's voice then. I mean, with all oh, the inflections. It's perfect. Really? It is absolutely perfect. And especially realize that when you sound, you know, hey, you know, Rick, how you doing? Oh, my God, Rick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You sound different when you're agitated. Uh-huh. So it covers up any lapses or whatever. So, and so it's perfect. So uh, about this international company that we talked about where. Now, that's uh, business. Yeah. That's the business side. Right. The business side where this so guy was, was convinced that he was watching 
his CFO and other executives on a Zoom call. And he was skeptical at first, right. but but then got drawn in. How does I mean, how does anyone get to that point where they say, okay, we're going to transfer the $25 million? So here's the thing. If you're, you know, and, and right now, if you change your LinkedIn profile to I work for company XYZ, you're going to get a text probably that night, that day, whatever. Hey, it, this is the CEO of, of your company. Listen, I know you're new, but I got a real problem. I'm in a client meeting that I can't get out of. I can't get on the phone. I need you to buy me some iTunes gift cards because I need to give out the, the gift cards to, to our clients as, as, as sort of thank you gifts. And I totally forgot on the way here. That's happening right now. Okay. So we, the minute we onboard somebody, the minute they change their LinkedIn, they're going to get smacked with a scam. So we've got, as they onboard, we've got to teach them this stuff. Okay? I've seen that. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so now you've got the ability to do, and look, for $25 million, it's worth to quite a lot of trouble, right? Yeah. So they'll, they'll take four or five people. They'll come in as the CEO, CFO, CTO, CIO, whatever, and, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll audio and video deepfake them perfectly because, hey, most of those people speak. They have plenty of audio out there on the Internet, plenty of video out there on the Internet. It's trivial to deepfake them and be like, all right, look, we've been working with you for five years now. I know that because of your LinkedIn. Uh, how's your kid? I know that because of your Facebook. Uh, is she over that cold? Again, Facebook or maybe Instagram. And uh, how are you doing? You know, I, I know you had a, a little personal setback, again, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm good. Why? Hey, look, look, I know it's late. I, I just need you to do me a favor. Can you please make this transfer? Uh, we forgot to pay a, 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 a supplier. It's been going on now for way too long. They finally went, hey, you haven't paid us. It turns out their invoices went into a, a black hole because of an email rule. And the CFO goes, I'm sorry, uh, boss, I'm really, you shut up. I don't want to hear from you. Oh, oh, oh. you set the psychological drama mm-hmm. to a point that they have no choice but to say, okay, okay, I'll do it right now. When in, and by the way, my phone is dead. That's why we're on Microsoft Teams because I, or, or, or you know, Zoom or Google Meet or whatever, because my phone is dead. I can't even get into my email right now. So that means you're not going to think, oh, let me call them and double check, right? Yeah. Let me email them and double check. Uh, I don't have access to email. My phone is dead. I just told you that. Oh, um, well, I need it in writing. Look, here's a text. And you'll get a text. Huh. But wait, I thought you said your phone was dead. Uh-huh. Like, like the, the, they will trip up, but you've got to be on your game to catch them. Well, you could email. Okay? You could, I've emailed a text before. Oh, yeah. But here's the point. Like, you have, you have the sense of urgency. You have people yelling yeah. at you, do this, do this, do this, do this. Are you going to tell your CEO no? I got gotcha. you. So we have to empower our employees. Now, no. Well, now even more so, this this uh, this guy who works in the in the finance department is a multinational corporation. He said they said it was a Zoom call, a Zoom call. Okay, I, okay. I guess that's faces of of the the CFO of the corporation, and I guess two or three other executives as well. So, yep. What does it take to actually? On. What does it take to produce that? And remember. It's a conversation they're having with these guys. It's trivial. It's, 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 a, it's a good computer. That's literally all it takes for each one of them. Really? They needed a decent computer. That's it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's to the point there's apps on your phone you can do this with uh, offline, not, not, not live like they were doing it, but on your, uh, on your computer you can do it live very simply. It's not hard. So you're on a camera on your laptop, uh-huh. and you're talking to somebody. Right. Now, your lips move, your eyes move, there's all sorts of facial features are moving. You're actually in a conversation like this. And yep. uh, and, and they'll say something like, uh, you know, how's your dog Toby, 
right? So they know right. you have a dog named Toby from Facebook, things like that. And and maybe the person says, uh, Toby's fine. Now how's your cat Skittles? And now they have to. Re- now the crooks have to respond about that cat. Uh, I'm presuming the cat's real. And the guy's not just you know yeah. faking him out. So how does this software on your laptop through a Zoom call actually emulate your facial features, your expressions, and all that when you're having a live conversation? What it does is it superimposes them onto the other face. So, so, so let's assume I wanted to act as you, okay? Yeah. And so I wanted to be you on a Zoom call. So I, I get on a Zoom call with my credentials being Rick Jensen, and the software looks at me through my webcam, and it notices that my one eyebrow goes up. It's going to raise the eyebrow of the, the mannequin, Rick Jensen, basically, and transmit that as the webcam out. So it inter- effectively, it acts as a, as a man in the middle of, between the webcam and the output of the webcam to the Zoom call. And it, it, it just maps my facial expressions over yours onto the video of you. Mm-hmm. So if I swivel my head, it'll swivel your head. If I open my mouth, it'll open my mouth and map the inside of the mouth. Okay, now it doesn't know the inside of your mouth. It uses sort of a generic like tongue and mouth and stuff, but it, it doesn't look bad. Like, like if you remember the 90s video games where yeah. the mouth would open, there'd just be a blankness in it. Nope, nope. It maps the inside of a mouth. So, so it's, it's crazy. As, as individuals, how do we protect our. That, not, we'll get to business in a second, Josh, but as individuals, how do we protect ourselves against this uh, extraordinary AI theft? So the, as individuals, where we're our, our son, our daughter, our grandchildren, whatever are going to call our spouse are going to call us, <clears throat> excuse me, what we want to do is make sure that we have a way of verifying them, whether it's a code word, a duress code word, we call them back. And if they call us with something that doesn't make any sense, like, hey, uh, I'm in jail. What? What happened? I got pulled over. I had a kilo of coke in the car. Well, somebody must have put it in the car. It wasn't mine. And I know you don't do drugs, man. It's totally cool. Yeah. But, okay, you need $1,000. All right, let me call the jail and just verify, and, and then I'll, I'll – I'll, no, 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 I just want you to wire the money here. Okay, no problem. Let me get all the information. I'll call my bank. Great. Then call the jail. Validate. Verify. Trust but verify. Look, is it going to hurt your, your spouse or your friend or your whatever to call the jail? No, right. they're going to tell you. Yeah. He's here. He's not here. Uh, he's here. He's this amount of bo- – oh, that is the bond. Okay, how do I get the bond to you? You know, no problem. But, oh, no, he's not here. Okay, thank you. Then call your friend. Now, they'll tell you, my phone is dead. My phone got picked up by the police. It's in the lockup, whatever. No, just call the phone. If it goes through and your friend says, what are you calling me at 2 in the morning for? You're not in jail? What are, you, are you okay? Are you on drugs? No, no, no. Just, just trust me. You're not in jail. I'm not in jail. I'm home. I'm in bed. Thank you. We're done. Trust but verify. Okay, so okay. Uh, a catchphrase like uh, the travel. let's say you have a kid traveling overseas, and you say, okay, here's the code. Uh, if you call and there's the distress or something like that, I'm going to ask, well, um, is your sister okay? Now, kid doesn't right. even have a sister, right? But you do that, and if if everything's cool, then uh, the kid says, you know, I don't have a sister. If everything's not cool, you say, I haven't seen her. That sort exactly. of thing. So we exactly. actually have or to just, do that. Or just pick a word. Yeah. yeah. Look, we have to go back to old school ways. You know, back before we had telephones, even they had code books for for business people and for uh, and, and for and for personal people, for regular people like the Enigma machines from World War Two actually yeah. started as a commercial code for businesses. Right. OK, 
So you could buy an Enigma machine on the open market because it was designed to be sold to businesses because that's how they were able to transfer information back and forth. For people, you would say, I don't know, pick a word, playlist. So you, your kid calls and goes, hey, dad, I need, you know, I, I need $5,000 traveling money. I'm traveling, as you know. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you listening to? Oh, you know, uh, my, my playlist is this. Okay, it's cool. He's, he he's, said the word that, playlist. That word, yeah, word. he used the word. Right. Okay. Or, or playlist is your duress word. Oh, uh, the playlist is this. He's in trouble. Let me go figure out what's going on. So he says, I'm in jail. Really? Um, what were you listening to on the way to jail? Why are you asking that stupid question? Whereas the answer should be uh, just my usual playlist. If he's really in trouble, he says my playlist, no matter what it is. Um, I got gotcha. you. Exactly. Exactly. Does, exactly. Now, do do people in business should they do the same thing? If you get a uh, a text, a Zoom, uh, anything like that, should they have the same thing? Code words or code phrases? Not necessarily, but what they should have is, and you've got to realize that business has an advantage. I have authentication. I know you're you because you logged into the the, the, the Microsoft Teams meeting with your username, password, and and soft token. So it has to be you, right? Okay. I have authentication and authorization systems for businesses. But here's the thing. We don't do anything off of human judgment anymore in terms of transfers or whatever. I don't say, hey, I'm the CEO. Go move $5 million or change this bank account. You know, sir, there's a process for you to do that. I need you to put in a ticket. Once the ticket goes in, I can actually make that happen. There's a process that doesn't rely on me recognizing you, okay? And once that process is built, and these are easy processes to build, uh, then you never have someone that relies on human factors for authentication, like uh, the CEO loses their phone. He calls up and says, just, you know, kill my old phone. Here's my new phone. I just bought it at the shop around the corner. Just put this on as, as my phone. Nope. What? You have to stop into the office for me to do that. Well, I'm the CEO. You'll do it or you'll get fired. No, uh, you're the CEO. If I do it, I do get fired because I'll be breaking process that you signed off on. Yeah. Someone, we will, I'll have a courier sent out to you right now with a new phone from the office. And once you log into it and fingerprint into it, then it, and, and type your PIN code into it, then it's yours. Until then, sir, you're off email, you're off calendar, you're done. <laughs> and you got to be hardcore like that. Josh Marpet, who's a, uh, a, a brilliant digital forensics expert. What have you been working on uh, recently that, uh, that I would find fascinating? So, because I, I, I do find uh, what you do fascinating. So we're actually working on maturing information security. It's, it's not as mature as it should be. And, and for many years, it was a cowboy. You know, it was the Wild West. Yeah. And now it's starting to mature as an industry. And one of the things I'm working on is risk quantification, understanding the dollar value of risk. Because if you don't, how do you know what to protect? You, how do you know what, how much money to spend protecting it? So there you go. Tough. Are you still uh, MJMGrowth.com? I am there. Uh, I'm uh, I'm opening up a couple of other businesses as well, and I'm partnering with quite a few. So MGM Growth works uh, just fine to get in touch with me. Joshua at MGM Growth. All right, Josh Barpet. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, we live in interesting times, and your life is getting even more interesting. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I love it. I love it. And it's always a pleasure talking with you, Rick. We've got to do this more often, man. Thanks. I appreciate that.